0: Hello and welcome to Sarah's Simple Thoughts. I am your host Sarah. I'm a life coach and business coach and I am so excited to be here with you guys. I I love spending a few minutes of my week here and I'm just so grateful for every single one of you and want you to know that I really care about you guys and what you're thinking and what you're wanting to hear so please don't hesitate to message me on Instagram at Sarah Rebecca Coaching or email me at Sarah Simple Thoughts, Sarah Simple Thoughts at gmail.com <laughs> I swear every time I say the email I think that uh, I'm saying my Instagram and so I start with the ad for some reason. Okay, we're good. We're fine. Let's move on. So this week I thought I would talk about getting out of a funk because I was experiencing this a few weeks ago, and kind of still am, and I think we go through lots of different funks. I think we go through these periods brought on by grief, uh, brought on with dissatisfaction and annoyance, uh, brought on by just a lot of different things. So I think there's a lot of different funks, and the one that I'm speaking to today is the, like kind of dissatisfied, annoyed, like, oh my gosh, why am I just not getting more done? What, like, and just everything is on your nerves and you just kind of high stress and, like, all of that. That's what I'll be speaking to today. I have, like, a few things that I do that I turn to when I'm in this state that just help me so much, so... Hopefully, they could be some help to you. You will probably develop your own iteration, if you haven't already, of how to deal with these types of moods and this type of unsatisfaction in, in your daily life, and I would love to hear what you do as well, so please reach out. Let me know what you do, and without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. The first thing that I like to do when I am just in and out of, like, I'm just out of my ideal state of mind is to write down everything that is annoying me, everything that's on my mind, everything that's getting on my nerves. I just, everything that's stressing me out and like a physical sheet of paper and my favorite like pilot pen. And I just really like this because I can grab everything out of my brain and put it down on a physical sheet of paper and like have it stare back at me (laughs) like out of my head in front of me so that I know how to grapple with it. Based on that, depending on the situation and the kind of mood I'm in, I either just leave it or I set up like a second column right next to it and list all the things that I'm already doing or working on or that I would like to work on in regards to that thing. The house is a mess and it's driving me crazy. Okay, well, I'm going to spend 15 minutes right now tidying up. Or, oh my gosh, I still haven't washed the sheets and it's just driving me crazy because I've been meaning to do this for two weeks and I'm way overdue and I just, it's just stressing me out. Okay, well, on Saturday, because I don't have time till Saturday, I'm going to wash the sheets and it's going to be great. Like, whatever it is, I like to put in the second column, my plan. And sometimes, sometimes this list doesn't have a plan because there's just, there's just not enough to go off of. The emotions are still so high. So sometimes it's in your best interest. It's in my best interest a lot of times (laughs) to just write it down and be done. The second thing is eat healthy. I feel like sometimes when I'm stressed and sometimes when I'm just like high stakes and annoyed, like I get annoyed with like my body too and just how I'm feeling in my body. And if I can just take care of my body and eat vegetables and fruit and some like healthy things already, I feel a little bit better inside of my body, which helps me just feel a lot better about myself, about situation, about all of that. Which leads me to the third one, which is to do a really high sweat, high movement workout. Like sometimes we literally just need to shake it out. I definitely can appreciate after doing a really, really intense workout, you just start to question everything and your endorphins start flowing. And so it just gets you in a really good state of mind to just like reposition your point of view, which can be so helpful. The next thing is the cleanliness and the stability of your environment. And I'm talking like when I talk stability, I'm talking like your emotional stability. Like sometimes when I'm about to move, like I literally just have this two or three week period of what feels like emotional instability because I think more than most my physical environment and not being grounded can be really, really tough for me. And so having just learned this about myself and having the ability to know this about myself makes these ups and downs in the emotional state a little bit more predictable. I know myself a little better, which is always good. So if I'm going through a funk, you know, just saying like, okay, yeah, I'm moving soon. This is to be expected. We're going to feel settled again. Everything's all right. You know, just little things like that. Also, the stability of the environment with the other people you're sharing your space with like that's a big deal because every energy influences the space in a certain way and just checking in on that and seeing what might need to be tweaked to help things out you know whether that's boundary setting whether that's communication of expectations whatever that is when those things go unspoken it can really upend the physical living environment right but also the cleanliness, right? Because having a space that is just overwhelming is just that. It's, it's overwhelming to have to like not be able to find what you need to find when you want it, to look at a corner and get disheartened or, you know, whatever it is. So just checking in on yourself and your physical environment can do wonders, right? Just spending 10 minutes of cleaning up, vacuum a little and lighting a candle Like does my mental health wonders. So I highly recommend, you know, just take care of your physical environment and will do a lot. Number five is to check in with long-term goals and vision. I find that sometimes when I'm in this state, I feel unsatisfied because I feel like I'm behind or I feel like I don't know how to like proceed. I don't know the next step in relation to my long-term goals and like me being super futuristic that really, really influences me and whether i you know feel good about my current physical and mental state is like okay are we making progress and let me tell you like sometimes it's just like sorry you need to chill and other times it's like yeah this is really frustrating i need to go talk to a mentor i need to go like do this thing i need to go do this other thing whatever it is because checking in with those long-term goals and visions like ultimately your long-term goals and vision are fulfilling one of your most primary needs if done correctly. It's really important to you. It's really important to your development and it's really important to your happiness. And so if you feel behind on that, that's a big deal. And, you know, sometimes you have to just take a step back and be like, okay, am I just stressing or is there a legitimate need to pay attention to the fact that I really feel stuck? Like, do I need to go schedule time with my coach? Do I need to, like I said, get a mentor? To help me with this particular area, whatever it is, um, because I think we can get really dissatisfied. It can kind of creep in into our present day life when we are kind of unsatisfied and stuck in terms of our, our long term goals and vision. So the sixth thing for getting out of a funk, getting out of the frustration, is is to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for performance for just disappointing yourself, for disappointing others, mistakes happen. It's all good. And even though you're like, oh my gosh, Sarah, but like this really shouldn't have happened. Hey, you know what? It's okay. We're here to learn. We're here to live and learn. So looking at the situation, and sometimes you can write this down. Sometimes it's like less helpful to write it down, but just be like, okay, what was the situation? What did I learn from the situation? And then give yourself a promise that you'll move on. You have your learnings. You have what you'll do next time. You have what you should have done this time. You understand there's no need to rehash and just commit to yourself that you'll move on and not keep rehashing the unfortunate event or the embarrassing event or you know whatever it was because that can really spiral you into this dissatisfied and funk-like state. The seventh is to breathe through your thoughts and emotions instead of avoiding them. I think this is a big point for the last point, right? Embarrassing things that happened or things that you regret doing. Uh, But I also think this is a key tool for grief. I really have used this a lot in my emotional grief states. Um, I'm just like taking a deep breath. And letting the emotions wash through your heart and your mind and your body while just breathing through just deep breaths. (sighs) And with the intention of just getting acquainted with the emotion, not blocking it out because if you block it out, it'll get worse. Just breathing through it, right? Just feeling it. Number eight is a very simple but powerful one. Lots of health benefits have been tied to giving hugs and there's a myriad of reasons why, but I think that this is a fantastic number eight step to have is just to hold and hug somebody that you love and that's close to you and that is dear to you because you will automatically feel less stress. You will feel like you have someone on your team. And you will just feel the connection that's so important when you are in this disassociated state. Number nine is just kind of rejuvenating some of the small things in your life. Okay, So whether this is changing your sheets, changing your towel, changing your toothbrush, changing your hairbrush, changing any number of things, washing your face, having a bath, having a face mask, go getting a pedicure, whatever it is, it's kind of these more surface level self-care things that add to your environment. And when you look at them, you have a little smile on your face. You're just like, oh, I did that little thing and I did that well. And it's going to make my environment so much better. And I feel so much happier. Anything like that is a great boost. Now notice that this is number nine (laughs) on this list, right? And that the other things were more emotional efforts, like get in tune with your emotions, like all of those things, right? Take care of your body. But these more surface level, traditional self-care type of things. And when I say traditional, I don't mean actual traditional. I mean like the things we think of, like the bubble bath is just so inseparable with self-care. I have thoughts on whether it's truly self-care, but for our purposes, it's number nine in the self-care lineup, uh, because I believe that emotions need come first. And then this really does help afterwards. Like if you're trying to have a bubble bath without doing the pre-work, it's kind of like wearing makeup without primer, right? Like it's just, it's just not going to work as, as well. It's not going to last as long. It's not going to be as durable. Your skin's not going to be as soft. All the things, all the things. You're not going to have as much protection for your skin, all that. So same type of deal here. We need to get our emotions at least rolling before engaging in the self-care things, in my humble opinion. All right, number 10, our last and final step in getting out of the frustrations, the, the, the funks that we deal with start sending yourself positive messages because inevitably, if you're in a funk, you're sending yourself negative messages and that's one of the reasons you're spiraling. You know, you're saying, oh my gosh, like, why am I not smarter? Why did this happen? Why, why can't I perform better at work or at school or what's going on with me? I don't know even what's wrong with me. Like what could possibly be wrong with me? Okay, all these messages need to start being counteracted with wow, you are so capable. You can take care of yourself. You are smart. You are intelligent. You've got this. Like, all of these messages are the types of messages we need to start sending ourselves to counteract the other ones that are getting us deeper and deeper in the funk. And then we just repeat, we just repeat these 10 steps over and over again until we're out and obviously there's lots of others but these are my like immediate top 10 that I like to go to that I have found that's really helpful so I hope that is helpful and that you will be able to counteract whatever may be going on in terms of getting out of a funk I hope you just have a fantastic Friday and I will see you next time